Hello and welcome to episode 35 of The Brand Lounge, the place for unfiltered conversations on big topics for small businesses. I'm Tammy Hills, founder of Shadowcat Creative, where I'm a personal brand and marketing consultant, and I help service-based businesses to define their brand and achieve their version of success. Today, I am joined by the wonderful Olivia Morocco, who is a personal brand photographer at her business, Brand You Photography, and founder of the Brand You magazine. Welcome to the show, Olivia. Hi, Tammy. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be here. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you here. And listeners, today, Olivia and I are going to be talking about storytelling through brand photography. So something I'm very, very passionate about and something I'm super keen to hear from you as well, Olivia. So listeners, whether you're a product or a service-based business, the images that you choose to build your brand can have a really big difference to the way that you connect with your audience. And I guess that's kind of the perfect place to jump into the conversation, Olivia. So when it comes to brand photography and your expertise, what would you say is one of the biggest benefits to a small business for choosing like the right imagery. Okay, yes, it's it's a super exciting um, topic. So I'm glad you invited me to to discuss it. Um, storytelling is at the heart of what I do as a photographer. So um, I think the first thing I would say really is for your audience to understand that brand photography has really the power to completely transform your brand. And it has that power in lots of different many ways. Um, I think the first one really is it helps to set that first impression. And we know that the first impression is super important. So when people land on your website, that first image that they're going to see of you, they will have an impression. They will make a decision on who they're seeing. So it's really crucial that um, your photography sets the right impression. First, photography also has the power to help you niche and identify who your ideal client is and help you niche down and speak to that targeted audience and what I mean by that is so I'll give you an example if you're um, a based business unless you live in the palace the messaging is not going to be right here so you're targeting a high-end client but you're giving out an impression of of not being high-end at all because the location is not set right so having the right brand photography definitely helps you um, communicate with the right audience, your target audience. That's such a great point. I think that that's brilliant that it's not just having photos of you so that people know who you are. It's having photos of you that connects with them. Absolutely. And, and it will help also, you know, amplify your reach. And so I think, yeah, one of the key, key elements of brand photography is it helps you connect with the right audience. So that's super important. The next thing I think, it obviously is going to help you to promote your brand awareness in lots of ways. And well, I think we'll go through lots of different ways that you can use your brand photography for that. Brand photography also makes you more uh, relatable. It brings a human side to your business. I mean, we've all done it. We've all, for example, if I'm, you know, if I'm searching for a, a mindset coach to help me with some issues and I land on a website and maybe the website's a little bit outdated. It's not doesn't look very good. And at some point, I'm going to look for who, who is it I'm talking to here? Who, who is the coach? And, and I see no photos. I can't relate. I don't know who that person is. What's my reaction? I think I'm going to go and look for somebody else because that person, that business did not give me the opportunity to relate to them. So that's why um, 
it's important to humanize your brand through photography as well. Yeah, I think that that's brilliant. And I know that when I first started out my business, I was very adverse to having photos of myself on my website mm. because I found it. I know now looking back that I was just making it all about me when it's not, it's all about your audience. So if there are listeners out there who are feeling the same, who are feeling a little bit camera shy and a little bit unsure about putting their face on their website, do you have any tips on, I mean, other than literally everything that you've just said, like the importance of having that there to connect with your audience, do you have anything that you can kind of suggest that might help them sure. move past yeah. that camera shy? Sure. We, we're all camera shy, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, none of us are models, yes. None of us do this professionally. And I don't think I've ever met one client who's like, yeah, take me, you know, I, I love this. So most people are camera shy. We've all, you know, we all look at ourselves with, um, with our own defaults and, you know, we're, and, and we might be focusing on that. So I understand that people can be camera shy and a little bit apprehensive about putting a picture. But I think it's working on your mindset that this is, like you said, this is not about you. And it's about your business and it's about helping your business and your brand grow. I'll give you a little tip and something that, that um, I always tell my clients is when you look at somebody else's website and you look at their photo, are you there judging them because they might have, their hair might be too short or are you there tell, you know, saying to yourself, that person doesn't really look good? I don't think you do. You just see them, you instantly like them and you don't judge. So I think... Once you understand that people are not going to be out there judging you for all the defaults that you think you might have, that all they want to see is a happy, welcoming face that they can then relate and build you know, a relationship with or trust with, that's the important thing. So I think it's working on your mindset that you know, being shy, camera shy is fine, but the ultimate goal here is to help your brand and position your brand correctly and your business correctly out there in the big world. Yeah, I think that that's, that's a brilliant piece of advice there because absolutely, like you said, I mean, I don't think I've ever landed on a page and started pulling apart someone no, else's photos the way I do my own. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? It's such a weird thing to be get to get caught up on that can have such a detrimental impact to your business as well. Because if you're spending this time investing in your services and your wording and your website, you're obviously believing in what you do, but you're not putting yourself there for your audience to, like you say, to humanize your brand and make that connection with. Completely. So we've talked a little bit around kind of brand photography and portrait photography of our wonderful selves to connect with our audience. But I'd love to kind of touch on the other elements of photography that we can use as business owners, because there's so much more than just faces that we need to help build our brand because as much as, you know, look guys, as much as we would all love to have an Instagram feed filled with nothing but our faces, like some other imagery can be helpful for brand building. Absolutely. So there are other types of photography and I've listed a few that I would love to talk through and kind of your experience as the professional, which ones work best for certain businesses and how they kind of work with the brand building storytelling aspect. So we all know about headshots. We all know about that elusive headshot that we're all meant to have for our social profiles and our websites. But there's also lifestyle photography, which is more you in a setting. 
And then I've also listed like lay flats, products and scene settings. So other than kind of photography, just of the individual, what other photography do you find is quite impactful when it comes to storytelling? Yeah, I mean, I, I think a, a brand photo shoot will give you many different types of photos, but you might not need all different types of photography. So it's very important that you talk to your photographer in the planning stage to define what you're going to need for your brand. So yes, mm-hmm. so the ones you've mentioned are sort of the classic ones. So the headshots, of course, we all need headshots. And I think we need to stop thinking about headshots as the all boring corporate type of headshots that's out there. You might need that if your audience are corporate kind of clients, but most people just want some nice headshots. So what's the um, the use of headshots? Headshots are great, obviously, to um, update all your profile pics on your social media. It's a great place to put them. Uh, obviously, on your website, on the about page, it's lovely to have a nice, beautiful headshots. I, I actually call them brand portraits than headshots. They're a bit no, more modern like, than just your headshots. Like Headshots very corporate, isn't corporate. it? And I don't feel like small businesses, no. we want to embrace that corporate that often. No. So that's why I call it maybe a, a brand portraits. Um, they're obviously great for any PR or press as well. So mm-hmm. if you're being asked to attend a podcast or to have an article in a magazine, it's always great to have a little library of headshots or brand portraits that you can send. So it's an essential part of your of your brand shoot. The lifestyle, they're my favorite. <laughs> um, because lifestyle, they're photos taken in action, in situation, and in your sort of natural habitat. So they're there really to help communicate the authenticity behind your brand. And they're also there to help create that connection between you and your audience. So by putting you in the situation, so if you're a jewelry maker, so having some beautiful lifestyle images of you actually making your craft is actually essential to, again, storytelling. So these are absolutely essential. Lay flats and products, of course, we need them. If you are a product-based business, then obviously having beautiful shots of your products um, is always going to be useful um, to put on your website, to to put in the service pages. I mean, it's the, the list is endless. And obviously, they, it's going to also add a lot of depth to your story. And there's a lot of different ways that you can photograph products. So lay flats are a great way to do that. And they're quite artistic and it's fun to do. But you can also put your products in a live situation and do some lifestyle shots of your products. Just kind of brings them to life as well. Then just here's, you know, here's a jar of jam, but putting that jar of jam in the table next to a piece of toast and bread, it just brings them to life and puts them in the context. So yeah. it's, it's um, again, another essential part of, of the whole shoot. And then for me, there's what I call the editorial shots, and um, which are my second favorite to do. So editorial is very similar to lifestyle, as in they're very much natural types of shots, but that might focus slightly more on details. Because like you said, we don't always want pictures of ourselves constantly, but sometimes a little detail can tell a whole story. So if you're a writer, for example, a detail of you holding your pen, writing on a piece of paper, that's a beautiful detail that has a lovely story behind it. If you are a Pilates instructor, a nice detail of your hand holding the apparel, you know, the, the, the machine. So 
Editorial for me are also an essential part to telling your story and part of that whole brand package. I love that. So it's almost like you're building up the different elements of a story through these different elements of photography. Yeah. So you've got the brand portrait, which is kind of your your hero yeah. of the hero story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the lifestyle is kind of establishing the scene and the natural habitat of where you as a business owner kind of roam, yeah. which is great for connection with your audience. The product is the depth and bringing the end product or service to Mm -hmm. life and then the editorial is the similar for service where it's like capturing the moments of like the everyday story almost I guess picking up the little detail it's a little bit more artistic maybe a little bit more poetic as well I think that it's really helpful because a lot of when I was first starting out, I mean, I've had experience of brand photography from a corporate point of view, which was always kind of more big product sheets that occasionally I was allowed to go on, but often yeah. it was kind of abroad where the lighting was better rather than dreary England. Yeah. Um, but as small businesses, I mean, when you have these conversations with people at the beginning, are they really aware of just the vast variety of photos that you can get from a photo no. machine? Most, uh, most don't really have a, a clear understanding of that, which is why um, the, the uh, brainstorm, that's what I call it, the brainstorm session before a shoot is absolutely key and essential to the success of your photo shoot. Like I said, I think a lot of people, you know, can get out there with their iPhone and take a decent photo, but the where you're paying for that professional outlook and for that professionalism is really focusing on the brainstorm session before your photo shoot and that is absolutely key to understanding because we've 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 talked about four different styles of photos there but what if your brand uh what if your brand audience basically are moms with kids you know they're your targeted audience so you might want during your brand photo shoot you might want to to have photos where there's children in it or that show you with your children because then, you know, your audience can relate to that. So these are then added photos and and scenes that are very specific to that particular brand. And this is something that should be discussed during the brainstorm meeting to define exactly what the business needs. So you, you have those four sort of basic types of photography, but then after that, you really got to go into more personalized needs uh, in regards to what the business and the brand is. Do you see what I mean? Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I think that that's fantastic. So when it comes to, um, I'm really curious about this process. Yeah. So I hope you don't no, mind no, sharing no, a little no, bit more. So when it comes to these sessions with a photographer at first, does, is it helpful to have an idea of the kind of stories that you want to tell yeah. when it comes to your brand? Yeah. So when I do my brainstorm with um, it's it, with my clients, it, it takes a while huh? it's, and it involves a lot of work from my client. Most of my clients come to me and say, oh, I, I need a photo shoot. I need some photos. Okay. So why do you need photos? And where, how are you going to utilize them? Where are you going to utilize them? And most clients at that stage had not really thought about it. They just heard that they need a brand photo shoot and that's what they did. So during the brainstorm, we actually go in real depth into what they actually need. So we're going to look at their website. We're going to look at their social media. I'm going to be asking my clients if what kind of stories that they're going to want to be talking about on their social media, maybe for the next two or three months. 
because the idea is we want to create an, a list of image that are perfectly curated and have the right purpose for what they need. So we'll look at, yes, we'll look at the website. We'll go in depth into the website. What needs changing? What needs updating? Whether it's your about page, your product page. We'll look at the social media. What is it that you want to say? If you're on LinkedIn, your message might be very different to uh, on Instagram. So what, what are the stories that you're likely to talk to your clients about? What kind of products are you might be launching in the next two or three months? We'll look at their marketing strategy. Is, you know, um, are they going to, yes, for example, uh, is their aim for the next year is to get more press? So we need more mm. press shots. Um, are they launching a new product? What channels are they on? So we, we really go into depth into their whole business. And then we'd identify the kind of images that they're going to need to support the messages that they are going to be talking about. And then we start to slowly create a, a shot list. But before we get into the shot list, we then look at creating different scenarios for the brand shoot. And within those scenarios, we then create a shot list. So if they're going to take, for example, a four-hour shoot, we will then maybe create three different types of scenarios. Within the scenarios, mm -hmm. we then decide on the location of the scenarios. Um, the location will look at the props that they're going to need to tell the story. We're going to look at, uh, obviously, the clothing that comes sort of towards the end. So the important is to understand what is going to be their need for the next six months, and then we break it down. And then we create a short list that absolutely responds to their need. It's a fascinating progress. And most clients um, come away a little bit sort of wowed by, okay, I didn't realize I could do so much. I didn't realize that we could uh, create so many diff different photos to help my business. So it's actually quite um, an eye opener for them. Yeah, I yeah. find it. I find the whole photography process absolutely fascinating because coming from like a brand design background, I tend to experience the point from when you get the photos and then the different ways that you can utilize those photos. So the whole process from start to finish for a small business owner, going through all of that with you, identifying the scenarios and the locations and everything, it must just kind of like explode open their world because I know probably from experience from myself and my my friends when we were starting businesses you're like oh I need some new headshots I need a photographer when actually speaking to someone like yourself and everything that you've just shared there knowing that oh I just want a couple of headshots and then all of a sudden it's like actually I have enough photography yeah. or enough photographs now to carry me through all of my marketing for the next six yes. months it's perfectly aligned with my audience and my business it's just incredible. It, again, it's very, it's very powerful. And this is where it, it should be seen as a real investment into your brand and into your marketing. And, and I understand that everybody's at different stages in their business. So if you're you know, a young little startup, you might not have the budget yet to invest in the full branch shoot. So you might just want your, you know, a few lifestyle portraits to just to get your brand going and to get to get you going on your social media and so on. But I think once you've established what your brand is and maybe lived within your brand for a little while, then come back maybe a year later to do a full branding shoot when you realize, when you, you've got a clearer idea of what you want to what you want to say and where you want to take your business, brand shoot actually helps you to, you know, see the bigger picture. And that's quite a powerful, again, tool. And it helps you to understand what is what is it that you want to say to your clients. So I've lost it. Yeah. I've lost my... No, no, I completely agree. I completely agree with what you're saying. And it's like, I 
I genuinely believe, and I think that I've mentioned this before on podcasts, but I certainly mentioned it to clients before or potential clients. When it comes to investing in the most significant brand building activity you can do when you're at that stage where you're like, right, you know what? I want to get everything together. I want to grow my brand awareness. I want to build a visual identity. I honestly believe that it is just as beneficial to go to a brand photographer instead of a brand designer, if that's the way that you want to choose to build your business, because you could have and invest in a brand photographer and build this incredible visual identity that's very much focused on storytelling that brings that emotional connection fully to the forefront of your business. And that's how your audience connect and identify your business as an alternative to investing in a brand designer who can do that with graphics and fonts and colors. I think that there's definitely a crossover between the two. And if you can do both, then absolutely. Yeah, that's really the, the ideal, isn't it? Yeah, it is yeah. the ideal. But I, I honestly think that if you've got the right photography, if it gives you that confidence to know that, oh, I don't have to worry about what images I'm going to choose because they're all wonderful. It really does take a lot of pressure off, particularly in those early stages. And we're talking about having the library. Ultimately, my ultimate aim when I deliver the gallery to my clients is for them to, yes, have that wow effect, obviously. But I want them to feel like every single photo in that gallery they can use. Now, I've had shoots before where obviously I've maybe I've gone a little bit cheaper or to somebody that has a bit less experience. And I've ended up with a portfolio of 168 images and only three I can use. And that's heartbreaking. Yeah. And that's when you're, you're, you've wasted your money and you've wasted your time. So finding the right photographer that you connect with is very important. But looking at their experience, looking at what they offer as far as pre-shoot, and that's how in-depth you're going to go into the organization of your shoot. And that's very key to having a successful photo shoot because planning is everything. And the more you plan, the better the shoot's going to be and the better the results. So when the client gets the library and go, oh my God, and every single photo you want to use, there's nothing better. And, and to go back to where we were talking at the beginning of this conversation, it's a massive confidence boost. It really is. Now I've had clients come back to me saying, oh my God, Olivia, seeing your photos now, I actually feel the part. I actually feel like, yes, like like I'm a professional or I never saw myself looking that professional. So it's a massive confidence boost as well where you can now, um, yes, you feel like you you less of an, you know, was it the imposter syndrome? The imposter, yeah. yeah. And, and you feel like you are the real, the real thing. Definitely boosts your confidence and makes you feel like you are the expert that you should be. So it's, it's, it's a winner all in all. But being, you know, quite a designery person, I understand also the power of, of brand design. And oh, absolutely. And I think if you're if you're at the startup stage of your business, you might not be able to invest in everything straight away. So yes, brand design is a is an investment that is absolutely hundred percent to success for your brand. Brand photography is also that. So you've just yes. got to figure out at some at what stage, you know, within the first couple of years of your business, you where you want to invest in where. But both are equally as important, yes, to 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 your own success and to your brand. 
Yeah, it's really tricky to choose between the two, I think. I think that that's something that you just need to dig deep into your business and really understand what is it that's going to get me to the stage where I can invest in the other one (laughs) as quickly as possible in order to kind of grow. We've talked a lot around the different types of shoots. We've talked around the different types of photography. I think that there's one thing that I feel like we may have skipped over a little bit that I'd just like to clarify for any listeners who are still sat out there feeling a little bit confused. When we're talking about choosing stories to tell through brand photography, how can a business who's starting up going, well, I don't know what stories I want to tell with my brand. Do you have a process that you work through or do you have anything that can help them to start thinking around what kind of stories would align with my brand? and position me in the way that I want to be positioned within the market. Yeah, I I think um, that if you are at that stage when you are slightly unsure of what your story is, I think the best thing to do is to first try to really identify that before you even go and do photography because the brand photographer will be able to help you see the bigger picture and put your brand into a visual element. But it's not up to me to decide what your story should be. Do you see what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. So I think first is maybe go and work with a brand strategist, go and work with a marketing person, identify what your what your service is, who your market is, your why is, and your, all of that stuff. You know, have that properly identified. And then from there, stories will come. Because once you, you know, you know what your product or your service is, but you're not sure who your audience. So identify who you're, you're targeting. And straight away there, we'll, we'll know who we're speaking to, what kind of personality your, your photos should exude to speak to that right audience. We'll know how to communicate. So if you, for example, I, give, I like to give examples. If you're um, a meditation expert, for example, and you're starting out, you're not quite sure who your clients are. But once you identify who your clients are, then we can start to create photos that reflect that. So obviously as a meditation person, we don't want photos that, you know, where you're jumping out of joy or that, you know, we want photos that exude calmness and relaxation. So once we know who you're targeting, we can then create stories. Brilliant. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Because I, I think I got a bit lost there, but it's, a, I think you, you need to know that before you go and see a photographer. I agree. I would say the same for a brand design as well. I think that you can work with, like you said, like a strategist would be a great yeah. person to speak to. A marketer would be a great person to speak to. Or to be honest, you can sit there and do a lot of the inner work yourself. Yeah. It's always easier with someone else who specializes, but you know, there's no reason why you can't do this work yourself and just exactly what you said, being clear on who you want to work with. I think also we overcomplicate things when we're approaching them. So like you said, what feelings and emotions do you want to exude from your business and try and channel those into where was a time where me or my clients have felt that emotion and then those are where your stories can start to kind of pull through. Completely, I agree. I think now now, now we've had this little conversation it's getting clearer in my head it's like if you're unsure about what your story is right now have a lifestyle shoot get get yourself a few portraits to get you going but then once you've identified that then invest in brand story brand photography because we because as photographers we don't we don't what's the word I'm trying to find we don't uh, invent anything we only take photos of what's there so if you come with a, with your story and you're clear 
then I can, you know, we can help you see the bigger picture and create a portfolio that responds to that. And that's how you then connect with your audience yes. when you're using those photos. Perfect. So I'd love to talk a little bit more around those who are at a stage where they're like, I'm not quite sure whether I'm ready to use a brand photographer yet, or maybe, you know, given the current climate, it's a little bit awkward if they're in a certain lockdown or they're not able to meet with a photographer. So there are alternatives. And I think that we're all familiar with the with the very wonderful selfie world that we live in (laughs) but also things like timers and having a I was going to say a friend or family member someone who is within your support bubble available to take photos for you so if they're looking to take some photos themselves to tide them over what would be your best tip for taking photos that still connect with your audience when you're not a professional photographer that's what (laughs) Um, I mean, first of all, I want to say that part of your whole brand strategy, you shouldn't just have professional brand photography. I think your part of your whole story, you need a mixture of different types of photos and that will be used at different times. The key is to always do something with purpose. But of course, sometimes you might want to put a selfie on your Instagram page because you're out walking the woods with your dog. And that's part of your story that you want to say. So of course, that kind of imagery is totally fine to use. And then there's other times where professional imagery comes in and, and has to be used. As far as at the moment, yes. I mean, even as photographers, we, you know, we're not allowed out at the moment. So it's a bit difficult to come in to the rescue of lots of potential clients. But if you are stuck at and you want to take photos, I would suggest you invest in a tripod because you want, so whether that's to put your iPhone or if you do have a little camera, use a tripod because if you're going to go on timer, that would be very practical. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Be careful of lighting. Obviously, lighting is super important. So try if you're going to do maybe a photo of a product, make sure that you're by the window um, or even a portrait of yourself. Make sure that you are by the window so you've got lots of natural daylight on you. Um, Don't turn your back to the light. Don't be backlit. So always face the light. So always help. There's so many other things that you could be careful. Be careful of what's (laughs) behind you, your background, for example. Yes. Yes. So avoid taking photos where, you know, in your kitchen with your dirty dishes, they're still out there from the night before. Be careful of what's (laughs) behind you. Choose choose a decor that uh, reflects your brand as much as possible. So less is more. So try and and find an area in your house that's not cluttered, that's got good lighting. Be creative. Have fun as well because photography is all about having fun. And it doesn't matter if it's not perfect. Uh, Nobody's after the perfection. Uh, what we want is the key thing is if you do need photos for your brand and to stay out there visible, then do it. It doesn't matter if it's not perfect. Yeah, I would absolutely echo that and say that authenticity over perfection is 100% the way to go in anything that you do with your brand and your business. The other thing, those were fantastic points. And yeah, once I learned to shoot with facing the lights, Huge difference. Course, yes. <laughs> and I see it all the time where people like, you know, they turn them, they turn their back to the window and take photos. I'm like, no, why, why? Turn around, face the light. It's yeah. key. I would also say be mindful of the colors that you have within your photos as well, whether that's something that you're wearing or whether that's something in the background. If you can try and lace through some kind of color theme, whether that's your professional brand colors because you've had that process done or whether it's a colored theme that tends to crop up a lot throughout either your industry mm-hmm. or, or just you as an individual that will become synonymous with your brand. Yeah, just keeping in mind things like that and the details yeah. are 
brilliant way of keeping the content. But be out there, be visible. It's it's the key thing at the moment during this lockdown is visibility. Get your brand out there, you know, get on, on reels and, and do it. There's so many other ways at the moment that you can be visible um, that can help your business until we can all go out again and, and do some photo shoots for you. That would be wonderful. I can't wait. Yeah. My camera is gathering <laughs> dust at the moment. It's awful. <laughs> oh, bless you. I'm sure that that's not true yeah. completely. <laughs> no, I have, I've, got, uh, I've got about five shoots waiting. So we're just waiting for this lockdown to, to stop. And then I've got five shoots planned. So at the, at the moment, what's great is we are taking the time with my clients to do the brand storm, to really think about what they want, the location, because, you know, all of that takes a bit of time. And then as soon as we let out, that's it. Back with my camera in my hand. <laughs> Amazing. So the only other thing that I would love to have a little bit of insight from you as well is like, as our brand and our businesses progress, obviously our stories will progress as well, whether that's our audience is changing or whether that's potentially seasonal as well, because you could even be going through a launch phase if you're launching a new product or service or your business could be related to the seasons of the year. So when it comes to how often you should consider having a brand shoot or whether you should break it up throughout the year, do you have any advice on how to keep your brand photography fresh? without having to constantly be investing in new brand shoots like every other month. Yeah. Well, again, the, the key to that is it's it's planning. It's making sure that you, you understand exactly your needs for that photo shoot. Working by season is great if that, that's relating to your business, if that's something that's important to show autumn, summer, you know, doing four shoots a year is fantastic. I think try not to cram too much either in a photo shoot. I think a photo shoot will probably last maybe or give you enough material for two to three months ahead. So try not to think I need to fill a whole year of portfolio because you might not even know what's going on in your business in a year's time. So you right. need to adapt. So I say maybe have a vision of what you think you're going to need for your business within the next uh, three to four months and try to plan your photo shoot around that. After that, it's up to you how many photo shoots you do a year because you might not do a full brand shoot. You might do one full brand shoot a year and then maybe a multiple of shorter one hour or two hour shoots because you just want to to have um, some new fresh images coming in. Yes, but without having to reinvent or to reorganize a full brand because it's quite a lot of work to do a full brand shoot. So again, you know, yes, it's about planning. It's looking at your strategy of could have a six month strategy in place maybe some people have a year or three years so up to you but don't try to cram too much there's only some so many things you can do in a, in a three or four hour shoot so concentrate on the yeah three to four months ahead of what your business is going to need within that time frame brilliant yeah i think that that's really important as well because like we've said, it's an investment in both. Well, it's an investment both in money and in time as well, because it's not just the time you're investing into it, but it's the time that you're getting out of it as well. So yeah, that's fantastic to hear because I think that the worry is always that your photos are only going to last you like a year and then you're not going to be able to use them anymore. But I feel like if you're clever with the way that you do plan your shoots, like you've said, they should be able to carry you on for a fair old while in various different areas of your marketing. And you can reuse them. Uh, but at some point, yes, you might be tired of just looking at the same photos and you might feel it's time to refresh. Like for example, you know, when I when I launched the brand new magazine, I was desperate to have a couple shots. I wasn't ready to do my own full brand shoot for that. 
because I think that my brand is not ready. I'm not ready with with um, with where I am with that brand yet. But I just needed a few shots just with me, with the magazine, just to get me going on social media and so on. So by defining exactly where you are within your brand, what you what you need, then you can decide what kind of photo shoots your business absolutely needs to move forward. Do you find that you need to set up differently depending on the platform as well? This is just one that I've just realised that I had a note of and curious to hear your... I mean, again, this is all a part of your, 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 your overall social media or digital marketing strategies. I think most people now have understood that your language or your voice should be different on different platforms. So how you communicate on LinkedIn might be quite different to how you communicate on Instagram. So again, by identifying those, you can then create the right photos for the right um, social media platforms, for sure. Again, this is all part of the planning stage. When it comes to actually framing the photos as well, do you find that as in like the, how you position the person within the frame of the photo? Because obviously Instagram is square and then you have like the wider shots that would be landscape or portrait and cutouts. Is all of that something that you would also consider within the planning stage or is it more the photos are flexible enough that you could use them on any platform. I think it's a bit of both. I think it definitely needs to be planned ahead. Like like I said, we know when we're going to look at the client's website. You know, we know the banners at the top of a website, they need to have, you know, they need to be a certain format. They need to have space. Uh, you might need photos where you are slightly to the side, where you can add text to the right. So all of these things is what we're going to discuss in the planning. Obviously, the photo shoot, a lot of it, Uh, is still going to be very spontaneous because we want that kind of natural feel about them. But the photographer, I need to go into a shoot knowing exactly what kind of photos my client's going to need for what use. So yes, if they do need photos for Instagram, I will make sure that I frame large so we can then crop them into, into squares a lot easier. Whereas if I frame too tight and then we can't reframe the, the photos into a square, then it's like... It's a bit annoying. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So yes, all of this is taken contrary and, and your photographer should naturally be able to, to think of that as they're shooting. Yeah, I think also it's important for the listeners to hear that as well from a, if they're going to be taking selfies. I mean, admittedly, I know that it does depend on the length of your arm, but maybe a tripod would but- be better <laughs> so you can get a bit more space around your photo. Because I think that, that that might be one of the most common things that I, I experienced when I was designing was that the images were so cropped so close, they really restricted the amount of times that you yes. can use them. Yeah. So, yeah. So large, large framing is always better. But uh, again, it's, it's, it's about... I mean, I, I keep going back to planning. I think that's my word yeah. of, of no, today. No, that's fine. I think planning... But it's all about planning because if you don't plan or if your planning session was not done properly, you're going to go into that shoot and end up with a library of photos that are, are not usable. So planning, 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 and, and really thinking deep about what you need, what your business wants, what messaging you're going to put out there and, and how you want your business to be portrayed. And then talk to your photographer and communicate, plan, and then I think the end result should be fine. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that's a perfect way of summing it up. I think that understanding who it is you're trying to communicate with, what your brand stands for, the stories that you want to tell, and then working with a photographer to plan that out in advance so that on the day, given the fact that we'll probably feel slightly stressed if you're on a photo shoot because you're going to be 
feeling a little bit more self-conscious than usual. Yes, <laughs> I think that the more planning you can do, the less stress and the more you can enjoy the day. Yeah, I, I don't think, I mean, it will always start with with being stressful, a photo shoot, but then it soon moves into actually quite a, a huge enjoyable moment. Um, and what, you, what you're feeling inside of you is adrenaline. So when you are the model, when you are the client and you've been photographed, you would have got prepared. So that means that, you know, you would have spent time looking at all the clothes. You probably would have gone shopping as well because you need, you know, some new, new clothes to make you feel great. You probably may have invested in hair and makeup. So you look and feel amazing that day, yeah? And if the planning was done right, all you've got to do is turn up, have some fun with your photographer. Your photographer is the professional here. He or she is the one who's going to conduct the shoot. He or she is the one who's going to have to think about, oh my God, do I need to frame her to the left, to the right? Do I need to frame large? Um, what kind of lighting I'm putting my client in so that my client is put in the best light possible. It's the photographer's job to do that. This is what you're paying them. You, on the other hand, the client, you just enjoy yourself. You look fab. You've got all your new clothes. Your, you know, you've, you've done your, your makeup. And, and all you've just got to do is enjoy the moment. Have fun. Be yourself. Stay authentic. Have a giggle if you want to have a giggle. Have a glass of wine. Have some music on. But just enjoy that moment. And that's when the best photos are really going to happen. I think that that is the perfect way to yeah. sum up how a brand photo yeah. shoot can work. So thank you so, so much. I would just like to ask one last question, which is from everything that we've discussed today, what would be the one key piece of advice if you could only one key piece on storytelling using your brand photography, what would what would you want to share? One piece of advice. Oh my God, I think really is just to stay yourself and be your authentic self. I think that's the key thing. Plan and then have fun. <laughs> Brilliant. Plan, Plan and, have fun. and have fun. I like The that. planning is the hard work. It's worth it. And then after that is literally just let your hair down, have some fun, enjoy the moment. And that's really all I can say as the best piece of advice, plan and have fun. I love that. Plan and have fun. And then you're set then you're up set with up. your storytelling and emotion photography, carry through and build yeah. that brand. That's wonderful. Thank you so, so much for joining me today, oh, Olivia. Welcome. So where can the listeners find more of you online? Uh, right. So I'm, uh, well, like most people, I'm on social media. So obviously you can find me on my website at brandyouphotography.com. I'm on Instagram at brand you underscore photography and you can find me on LinkedIn just under my name Olivia Marocco that's fantastic um listeners I'll put all of the links in the show notes as always and be sure to come back on Thursday when Olivia will be sharing her business journey with us so far which I am really excited to hear more about until then I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode and if it's inspired you to review the images that you're using within your business so Come on over to our community on Instagram or Facebook. All the links are in the bio and I will see you in the brand lounge.